Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. What's up, y'all? It's your host, Will, coming back for another episode of the Hunt Stand Podcast. As most of y'all know, turkey season is pretty much done across most of the nation. There's a few states that, you know, seasons will be over here pretty soon at the end of May, but we're going to start diving into a couple of different things. You know, getting ready for deer season, getting ready for elk season, getting ready for hunting in the fall in general. And that could be anything from getting your rifle set up properly, bow hunting tips, archery hunting tips and tactics and you know summer scouting trail cameras there's a plethora of things that we're going to be covering this summer but first i've got good friend of mine colin cottrell of texas coming on to talk to us about a couple different things that he has going on and most recently he has started his own brand it's called high caliber hunts and it's where he hosts these hunting trips with an impact whether you know you're a veteran hunter or you're brand new to hunting, he invites hunters of all walks to come on these hunts, and at the end of it, they come out a better person. So we're getting Colin to come on and talk about that, and then we're going to talk about something that's going on in our nation. That's you know there was a book recently written on this, but it's called the Comfort Crisis, and I'm not going to get into too much detail on this, but we're going to get on that with Colin, and we're going to go down a few rabbit holes. But nonetheless, we just want to thank Colin for. Hopping on the podcast with us today, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Hunt Stand Podcast. Well, let's get this thing rolling, man. Well, Colin, first and foremost, like, man, appreciate you just coming on to the Hunt Stand Podcast, taking the time. I know you got a crazy schedule, so, man, welcome to the Hunt Stand Podcast. Yeah, thanks a bunch, Will, man. I, I really appreciate the invite. Obviously, yeah, busy, busy schedule, but, you know, it's uh, I love doing these conversations, these podcast conversations. They're, you know, they're a little more in-depth. You can can hear a little bit more about somebody's story and really just have a really good conversation. So I enjoy these. I appreciate the opportunity and uh, it's been awesome getting to know you, man, over the last couple of years. So it's an honor. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, man, the thing that I love to do to get these podcasts started is I like for the guests to give us what I call the 30 foot tree stand view of who you are, you know, who you are, where you're from, and kind of give us a skinny on how you got into the industry. 
Yeah, man, that's it, it's a long story. It's a long story, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short and sweet and to the point. You know, first and for, uh, foremost, I'm a I'm a husband. I'm a dad. You know, I'm a, I'm a business owner. Uh, those are those are three things that really define me um, in my life. But uh, but yeah, man, kind of kind of going back in time, I kind of broke into this industry. Uh, I I was fortunate enough while I was going to college. Um, my uncle started a supplement company with his best friend and, mm-hmm. and both of them were from my hometown. So it was kind of cool. Like they knew I was a gifted in the, in the, in the media marketing side of things. And, you know, this is 2006 when, you know, media marketing, you know, social media, you know, digital media, all that kind of stuff was really new and fresh. And there wasn't a lot of guys doing that. It was mostly younger guys like me. So I got this opportunity to, you know, over my, over my summer break to, uh, start working for that company, um, kind of on an intern internship basis and making some money too. It was really cool. And I started to realize like, man, I can, I can make a living in the uh, hunting industry. I started connecting with all these guys in the industry, started realizing like, man, there's a lot of business to be done here. Um, plus I can be connected to the guys that I want to be connected with. Um, as a, at that time I was a pretty fresh bow hunter. I'd only been bow hunting for probably four or five years. Um, but I, you know, I grew up in a hunting family. So I was like, man, I want to be around guys who are woodsmen, guys who are out there chasing their passion in the, in the woods, the the mountains, whatever. Um, so kind of from there, the, the passion just kept pushing forward. I, I was pretty fortunate. I'm a, I'm a pretty good connector. I started connecting with a lot of guys in the industry, going to trade shows, kind of doing the thing. And, uh, I built my marketing business around that. And then from there, I, I ended up kind of doing some some other stuff in the industry, and which has led me kind of where I am today with with high caliber hunts and kind of my new business venture I've I've launched over the last uh, uh, eight months. So, man, way to condense that! Like, you got a lot that you've done. That it's you're- tough. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. There's a lot in there. I know, and I know you know that because we've had conversations before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. And I mean, heck, I remember. I I don't exactly remember how we met. I just remember it was at TAC. Uh, about a year ago, and um, I think we just shot together, right? So I think we first started connecting uh, through Instagram. Yes. Um, you were you were working with another company at that point, and uh, you know we were just kind of connecting about that kind of stuff. I I think we could both tell we were like minded. We're yep. both here in Texas as yep. well, so that was kind of cool. And then uh, I saw you guys were shooting uh, Chad Chad Allen Jones, and, and some of you guys were going to be shooting together, and. Um, I needed, I needed a group of guys to shoot with. So I just kind of jumped in. You guys invited me to jump in and, That's right. and from there we, we got to spend some time together getting to know each other. And, and that was a lot of fun, man. I actually look back and, and I, I missed tack this year here in San Antonio, but I was thinking back to last year when we did that, man, I just had so much fun. Those was, events are such a, such a good time, you know, they really are, man. They're a good time. Great people. And it seems like, you know, a lot of egos get left in the parking lot and it's just a lot of like-minded people shooting bows and just having a good time. And it's it, not only that, it's a great place to network and get to know people and meet people. Oh, a hundred, hundred percent, man. And that's, I think that's the, the key, the ticket to it, man. I, I know a lot of these guys in this, in this, our new school archery industry, um, you know, the egos, egos pushed aside. It's, it's, Hey guys, let's help each other out. Let's help each other grow. Let's help each other become better uh, bow hunters and, and just better in life. And I, and I think that's what resonates with all of us. I know that resonates with me and that's why I love being a bow hunter. Uh, you know, I love being part of this industry in that sense. Heck yeah, man. Well, one of the things I want to talk about is, you know, I've followed you for, for quite some time now on social media and I want to talk about your 
your fitness journey, your journey of being a yeah. better human being, a better man, better father, better husband. And dude, I think when I first started following you, you were like day 50 into like this 365 day <laughs> continuous workout time. And I'm like, holy crap, how is this guy doing this? And tell us about that, man. I, I just kind of want to dive into that, how just your journey yeah. and how it's evolved into high caliber hunts. Yeah, man. And thanks for following along on that. It's, it's kind of crazy to think back to, to last year and that journey. It really, you know, I've, I've always been a guy who was athletic. I played college football. I, I was pretty high level in, in high school sports, um, those kinds of things. I was always like, for some reason, I was always a go-getter, even though I didn't really have a lot of people around me pushing me hard. I had a couple coaches that really came alongside me. My uh, my high school football coach and, and my uh, college football coach were both amazing men, still are amazing men, and really pushed me and kind of pushed my buttons a little bit to get me in gear. Yeah. But, you know excuse me, after, uh, um, after college, you know, I kind of like let it go to the wayside and I was like, man, you know what, you know, I, I started building my business, my marketing business. I didn't want to work out twice a day anymore. I didn't want to work out at all. You know, and then you're just traveling, you're busy, you're going to trade shows, you're doing a lot of stuff. You're, you know, you're living your life in the twenties. You're, you're having some fun too along the way. I won't lie about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you just get out of routine. And I wasn't really a routine guy for sure in my 20s. I didn't really have anything that I needed to, you know, to really focus in on other than just having fun with my business and, and, and doing everything I was doing. So I really got out of this routine. You know, the routine that you have in college, especially like playing college football, you really you have a, a routine you have to follow. You're eating certain foods. You're, you know, you're working out at certain times. You've got a brother, you know, all these brothers you're doing stuff with. You know, it, it's a really cool experience. And then I went from that to not having any of that, nothing to hold me back. And, and I just got out of it, man. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, kind of uh, moving forward, you know, I, I, in 2000, what was it? 2015, 16. Yeah. Um, I, I met my wife. Um, we had our first child and, uh, you know, I wasn't in great shape. She's, she's a workout fanatic and, you know, she's always lovingly on me like hey let, let, you need to get back in shape like I, i've seen old photos of you and stuff like you used to work out you, you know not that i was like ripped up or anything like that but you know i was always you know not in bad shape and i and i took care of myself and you know so she was she was urging me like oh let's you know let's get back in shape for our family for our you know for for our longevity as well and i just kind of pushed it aside ah, I'm, I'm too busy for all that stuff like i, I don't care about it so it was it's kind of funny but moving forward, I was like, you know, I, I had another child and then I had my boy at, um, at the start of 2021. Yeah. And obviously 2020 was, uh, was a tough year for all of us with, with everything, you know, that happened there. Yeah. Um, and, and really I let myself go. I went from, you know, probably, I usually was around like 230, 240 pounds. I'm a big guy. So I'm six, three, you know, I'm, I've got a little bit of mass on me. You know, I'm not, I, I wasn't really fat at that point. I, I was just a bigger guy. And, uh, you know, I, I got up to, man, I was like almost pushing 300 pounds. I was 290 pounds. I remember the last time I looked at the scale and I was like, holy crap, I can't believe I've let myself go this far. And I, I came to this realization when I was at, um, it was new year's day actually. And I was thinking, man, I've got a baby. My baby was due. I mean, it was about to, about to happen. And, uh, you know, I knew I had to do something to kick myself in gear, get myself going, especially because I, I started to have these urges again to like be an, you know, to continue my entrepreneur journey. 
Um, I had built a few businesses through my 20s where I'd sold one of them um, and did really well with it. And my other one, I, I gave back to my business partner, sold back to my business partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had some pretty cool journeys through there on the business side. And I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit. So I was like, man, I've got some ideas for new businesses I want to start. I'm always trying new things. Like if I, if I want to do these entrepreneurial things, I've got to be in tip top shape. I've got to be, you know, I've got to be eating right. I've got to be getting up early, going, you know, you know getting my sleep, those kinds of things. Uh, and I think there's just something inside of us as well as we get older and we mature, you know, I'm in my thirties now, my mid thirties now. And, uh, it's like, you know, if I want to be at my, my peak performance for my family, for the people around me, you know, I need to, I need to go on a health journey. I need to, I need to change my lifestyle to something that's going to last for a long time. So that was kind of like the intro to me getting to this point where I finally said, you know, uh, I'm, I'm done with this way of living. I need to change my lifestyle. I need to get on a new path. So kind of from there, I'll unpack this a little bit uh, for us, Will. Like, I I just knew, like, just being a like an athlete and stuff like that in the past. Like, I just knew I had to start slow. Like, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people will, you know, try to add on five, six different things at one time, and before you know it, you know, especially at the beginning of the year, it's kind of the cliche, you know, like, hey, I'm new, new year, new me <laughs> type thing. You know what I mean? So I was like, nah, I'm not gonna be that guy. Like, I'm, I want to make a, I want to make a lifestyle change that's gonna last forever. So. So I kind of, you know, I kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to start with a couple simple goals and I'm going to let those snowball forward and just add more things on as I, as I start to feel better, as I start to get stronger, um, as I start to mentally get stronger, um, emotionally get stronger, those kinds of things. So I knew that that was important for me to do. I read a lot of books. I I listen to a lot of different self-improvement um, you know, stuff and a podcast, whatever. And I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of a lot of really cool people around me that are, that are really leveling up in their own lives. And so I get, I get to have their mentorship and their example all the time as well. So I I, I said, you know what, I'm just going to start off with working out for 20 days a month, which would be roughly five, five days a week. I'm going to get a one hour workout, whether that's a run, a hike, uh, a walk, even uh, a lift, whatever. I'm going to do that for one hour, five days a week and kind of see where that goes. Just start to move my body more. Yeah. And I, wa- I wasn't even necessarily trying to eat better. I mean, a little bit, but I wasn't like focused in on like where my calories were at or anything like that as much. I knew I needed to get to that point, but mm-hmm. I just said, you know, just let's just start working out. So that was kind of like, all right, I- I'm going to I'm going to put this out on social media every day. I'm going to uh, this is going to be my way to hold myself accountable. Cause people, people pay attention on social media and I've got several guys that, you know, they, they chime in when they, when they see me getting off the path and, and I love it. I think it's great, especially now that I've been doing this for a couple, almost two years, you know, so, or a year and a half. Yeah. Um, but that was really the start, you know, and I remember that first month I, I hit like the 20 days or 21 days or something like that of a one hour workout. And I was like, man, I'm starting to feel good. This is, this is awesome. Um, from there, I, I actually, I found jujitsu, right in that time as well. And, and, uh, my buddy, Ryan Mickler had been talking about jujitsu for years with me. He, he's a former high school wrestler like me. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he's, he was always an athlete as well. He's like, dude, you're, you're a grappler. Like this is you, like, you've got to get out on the mats and just try it, give it a shot. Like, not only is it going to be awesome for your uh, physical health, but it's going to be even better for your mental, mo- emotional and spiritual health. And I was like, man, you know, that sounds awesome. Like I do need to give this a try. And 
luckily for me, I, 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 we have a gym, um, you know, an academy here right down the road, five minutes from my house. It wasn't there. Um, it was, it just came in, you know, they, this, they just put that there like a couple of years ago and, and it hadn't been here cause we had lived here in San Antonio before that. And it wasn't here. So I got lucky and they put that gym there and I was like, man, well, I don't have any excuses. It's literally five minutes from my house. I better, I guess I better go try it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I went to my first jujitsu class, you know, and I just remember like, I almost puked probably three times. Most guys will puke. I mean, I was not in good shape. You know, I had maybe lost like three pounds over that first month, um, just, you know, by moving more, but I was way out of shape. I was a big boy. <laughs> My face was as red as a cherry. I mean, it was, it was crazy. And then when we did start doing some training, I think it was my second or third uh, uh, time. They let me actually start doing a little bit of grappling uh, with some of the other members. I remember like going against a guy who was probably 150, 160. Yeah. And he, and he tapped me out, choked me out like five times in a couple minutes. Like I was oh, like, holy crap. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? Like I'm a big, strong former college athlete, you know, come on now, you know? So from that point forward, I just said, you know what, I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep doing this. Um, and I'm just going to integrate myself into this, into this group of people who are doing this and learn from them. You know, typically guys who and, and girls who are into into the jujitsu um, academies, um, they're you know they're big on self improvement as well. They're big on you know leveling up in life, and I just knew I needed to be around those kind of people as well here locally in my community. So mm. it was cool, man. This the journey kind of took off from there. You know, I, I started tracking tracking every workout I did um, for for the whole year last year. And it led to me, I think I, I ended up around 270 something days of one hour workouts. And a lot of those days, I actually did a couple workouts a day because I got into this, uh, I got in, I did, I did 40 days of 75 hard actually during that time as well. Yeah. Um, I ended, I ended up screwing up on that and, and had to end after day 40, uh. but with, with 75 hard, of course, if anybody knows what that is, you have to do two workouts a day, two 45 yeah. minute workouts a day of that. So sucks. I was. <laughs> it does. It does suck. But once you kind of get in that routine, um, you, you start to kind of get used to doing that many workouts. You know what I mean? And yeah, and those workouts don't have to be like super hard. Like I think there's a lot of, a lot to be said for just getting steps in every day. And that's one of the things that um, I hired a coach as well during that time to help me with my health journey, to help me get my 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 food dialed in and just to kind of get me on a better path and have more accountability as well. So when just, when I started working with his name, Josiah, um, he said, you know, we need to get, we need to do the 3M system, man. We need to get the muscle, the movement, and we get, need to get the meals down. So it can't just be the muscle and the movement. You know, we've got to get those meals dialed in as well. So, you know, I started getting my 10,000 steps a day. I started uh, tracking my, my calories and my protein, getting everything dialed in with that. And then obviously I was still already on this kind of this workout journey. So I was doing jujitsu and lifting and, and, and getting some hikes in and some, and some, um, you know, some jogs in or whatever. And man, just the, just bringing that all together and kind of letting that happen over the year and just staying consistent in that, you know, over time, um, really just, it, it helped me go, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I went from 290 pounds down to about 215 pounds in about eight months. So, um, and it, Dang. And it could, it, it could have been quicker than that, honestly, because I was kind of, towards the end, I was actually starting to work more on my lifting and, and trying to put on more muscle as well. So, which is kind of where my phase is now. I'm, I'm more on like a, a muscle building, you know, recomp, um, 
plan where I'm trying to, I'm really trying to, you know, I've got goals. I want to get abs. I want to, um, you know, I want to, I want to look really good with my shirt off, you know, not, not for, not for anybody else, but for myself and for my wife. So it's been a, it's been a cool journey, man. And, you know, I just want to say like, if you're somebody who isn't feeling good, is tired all the time, is is a little overweight or a lot overweight, like you just got to get started. You just got to get out there and, and take it day by day, um, one day at a time. And I think that's really what my message has been with how I, I how I put myself out there, especially like on social media, like just take it day by day. You know, uh, it's almost like a plus one mentality, like every day isn't going to be perfect. But if you if you put in some time, you put in the effort. You know, it just going to start stacking up on each other. Those wins start stacking and that consistency and that discipline starts to build. Exactly. Would you, so I got a question for you on this. Yeah. Would, would you say motivation or discipline is more important when it comes to starting out like this? <laughs> that's a, and that's a great question, man. You know, obviously I think we're all motivated by certain things and I would say, part of my motivation is my why. So motivation, yes, it's important because what is our why? What is something that we want to live for? I look at my family. I look at my wife. I look at the people around me. I look at our veterans. I look at a lot of things like that. And ultimately, you know, my family is my why, but I look around me and I've got so much to live for. I've got so much I should be thankful and grateful for. So you know, we, we think of this raw, raw motivation, but if you boil it down to your why as your motivation, mm-hmm. I think that that's, that gives you something to live for. That gives you something to push for in the moments when, when it's tough and you don't want to do the work and you don't want to put in the time, you're going to think, well, why am I doing this? What's the reason behind this? And for me, when I think about my family, I think about my kids, I think about my wife, I think, you know, I want to be the best I can be for them. I want to be their example. So yeah, there's something to be said for motivation for sure. And especially the way I look at motivation, but I think you have to build discipline. And that's where, like, when I was talking about, you know, the, the kind of the snowball effect, you have to just go out and do the work. You gotta, you just gotta say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to start. And, uh, you know, with my, (coughs) excuse me, with my uh, coaching, um, I do a lot of health coaching. Now Uh, we were talking about a little bit before we got on the call here. I I coach for Josiah now. Yeah. And uh, with his system, one of the things we always preach is, is the 10 minute rule. Like just get out, move around for 10 minutes and see where it goes. And typically when you do that, that 10 minutes leads into easily a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour. And and you're never going to not feel good after you get that time in outside or in a workout, you're always going to feel so much better and you're going to be thankful that you did it. So, you know, that's, that's just discipline. That's me saying, you know what, I'm going to put in 10 minutes and I'm going to see where it goes. And I do that every single day, you know, and uh, I think so. I think you got to have both. I think it does start with discipline, but you always you have to have that motivation and you have to have that why. And now even just kind of going back on the motivation thing, like I look out there at people who are, um, you know, out on social media that I like to follow, first of all. Second of all, like I've got mentors and friends that are pushing hard and getting after it. And, uh, you know, those people do motivate me. And I think now, especially with, that I have the discipline built up, that motivation is even better for me because it's like, man, if they're doing it, I got to be doing it. So it's, it's, it's both, it's both, I think I would say. And, uh, but you got to think about it the right way. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, it's funny. 
I was having this conversation with uh, my wife, and uh, we were talking about you know how easy it is just to kind of get off task, get off track. You know, it's it's so easy to say, "Oh, I'll get it done tomorrow." Oh, I'll do yep. it the next day. Or oh, there, there's always going to be an excuse. And of course, you have to just continue to be disciplined. And no matter how crappy you feel, you just whatever it is, whatever you're trying to be disciplined on, whether it's going and working out, reading, doing something for work, it's you just got to do it. Yeah, man, you get, that's the thing. And I found that out like I used to be an excuse maker big time. And uh, I would find any little thing to like get myself out of doing the things I knew I had, to, I was supposed to be doing. So once I changed that in my mindset, like quit making the excuses, do the damn work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and just get it done. Like, it's really not that hard. And I think it just boils down to just being somebody who's a man of your word as well. Like there's a lot of things that I'll say um, in the past that I, I didn't follow through and do what I was supposed to do, whether it was my business, my relationships, uh, whatever. And, uh, you know, I burned some bridges and I, and I really hurt some people because of that. And I hurt myself even ultimately because of that. So that was a big shift for me was like becoming that guy, that guy who's going to take action and be a man of my word, say what I do and do what I say. And I think that's for most people, that's a huge game changer. Um, that could, that could springboard your life into, into a place you never knew you were going to go, um, a new business, you know, a new relationship. Uh, new friendships, um, just achieving something that's great in life. And uh, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to achieve greatness in life. You know, it's, it's something we probably never actually get to, but having that journey and, and building on yourself through that journey is really what makes it special. Oh, a thousand percent, man. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. The Hunt Stand Podcast is brought to you by Yamaha and its full line of class-defining, adventure-seeking motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-side vehicles. Up next, Federal Premium. Go beyond what you ever thought possible with Federal Premium Terminal Ascent. Bonded construction penetrates deep on close targets, while the patented slipstream polymer tip initiates expansion at velocities 200 feet per second lower than comparable designs. The bullet's long, sleek profile offers an extremely high ballistic coefficient and its AccuChannel Groove technology improves accuracy and minimizes drag. And finally, we've got WorkSharp Tools, the knife sharpening company. We just wanted to thank all of our partners of the Hunt Stand Podcast, and we're going to get right back to this episode of the Hunt Stand Podcast. I mean, obviously, without discipline, high-caliber hunts wouldn't wouldn't exist right now, (laughs) right? I mean, you've had a lot. I mean, you've got your why with it, but... You've also, I mean, you've got your own business. It's you. I mean, if you're not putting in the hours, you're not putting in the work. I mean, ultimately, whether it's high caliber hunts or whatever you're doing in life, you're going to fail if you're not putting in the time for it. And so that's where I kind of want to make this transition is let's talk about high caliber hunts and what it's taken for you to start this. And first and foremost, kind of tell the listeners, what is high caliber hunts? Yeah, man. So high caliber hunts is, is really the idea behind it is, you know, I grew up in, in central Minnesota where we had this, this, you know, these hunting camps, you know, where my uncles and my dad and, and my family, we'd get together every, every uh, fall during rifle deer season. And we'd, we'd sit around a campfire, eat good food, tell good stories and just enjoy each other's company. And sometimes that was the only time of the year that we would see some of our family. So 
I always enjoyed that and, and loved that doing that, you know, now there's something to be said for being the do it yourself, you know, Hunter, who's out there, you know, solo hunting and stuff like that. That's become really popular. And I, yeah. I do a lot of that. I do a lot of that myself. I do a lot of do it yourself. I do a lot of the public land stuff myself. Um, but I knew that in my growth, uh, through the last few years that bringing the right people around me was really the key, you know, having the camaraderie, having that connection with, with solid people, solid men was really like the biggest key to my growth. I had people around me that were pushing me, that were inspiring me, that were, that were, uh, holding me accountable, those kinds of things. So, so really, uh, you know, high caliber hunts, uh, became this idea of having this group of men or a group of people together who were on the same path of self-improvement, but also the old school hunting camp mentality. So we come together in a hunting camp for two, three, four days, whatever it is, um, get to spend time together and, uh, you know, enjoy each other's company, um, eat good food, and then and then have the challenge of the hunt. But also, we get to have this opportunity for a deep connection, you know, and the camaraderie that comes with that. So that's what a high caliber hunt is. It's 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 a hunt or a trip where we come together with a group of like minded people. Typically, it's people who are on this path of self improvement with whether it's with their with, with their marriage, their uh, their family, their kids in their community as a community leader, or even in their business. Like a lot of these guys are entrepreneurs or, or guys starting new businesses and, and things like that. So th these are the kind of people I want to be surrounded by. And these are the kind of people I want to speak into with my own journey and, and my own, the, my own things that I've had struggles with. So I've, I've, uh, I've come to this point in my life where I, I love to tell, tell and talk about my, my downfalls and my screw ups, you know, because that's, that's who I am now. I, I am who I am because I've learned from those things and I'm still learning from those things on a daily basis. Nobody's perfect. No man is going to be, is going to be great without going through downfall. So on this path to achieve, achieve more and be a high caliber person. Um, you know, I think we, we need to, we need to surround ourselves with, with more people that are on the same path as us, but then we also need to be very intent about being, uh, open about who we are and authentically where we've been. And uh, I think that's just going to help everybody who gets together in a high caliber hunting camp grow and learn and build a deeper connection with each other. And, and then we come away with, you know, maybe a new tribe of guys that we're connected with that are helping us uh, continue to level up in life. So, yeah, man, that's that's really the basis of it. That's really the idea of it. There's a lot more that's kind of going into it, a lot more ideas, a lot more ways I could go with it. And I've got I've got a pretty deep business plan on how I want to how I want to do everything. But mm -hmm at the base level, that's what it is, man. It's, it's, it's a group hunt with high caliber, high achieving people getting together to help each other grow and learn and, and just make an impact on each other. I love it, dude. So you've started this thing up in 2022. We're now pretty much halfway through the year. Dang near anyway. Yeah. What have you taken away from the few events you've done already? I think I've seen you done like a couple of hog hunts and some turkey hunts. Like what have you taken away doing some of these camps with these guys so far man that there is there's some awesome guys out there first of all I, I just i can't like i've had all these people start to come around me um through this idea and really it was just an idea at, at the start and i've had some really cool people come alongside me and say you know what this is a really good idea colin there's not a there's not really anybody doing anything similar to it mixing both of these you know, these ideas of the self-improvement and in our, in a, in a hunt mm -hmm. and, uh, just having these guys come alongside me 
and say, Colin, this is a great idea. You need to push hard on this. You need to push forward. You need to go all in. Um, having those people come alongside me has really shown me that, man, there's there's good people out there who want to see you succeed. There's there's guys out there who want to be part of what you're trying to build. And, uh, you know, and then getting those guys in the hunting camp, you know, who who obviously it's a, it, uh, this is a for-profit business. You know, they're paying good money, hard-earned money to come into a hunting camp and not only support my idea, um, but also support each other. So I think it's one big takeaway for me is there's a lot of good people out there who really want to succeed in life, who want to level up, who want to grow. And uh, that I think this idea really has some cool legs because it's going to bring a lot of these guys together and it's just going to help us all level up and grow in life. Oh, absolutely, man. Have you, from the guys that you've met with in these camps, have you seen anybody since the camp just flourish, just kind of blow up almost like just go <laughs> like just a complete 180 from when they first stepped into camp? Yeah. I, I wouldn't say necessarily like a complete 180 because I think it takes some time for us. You know, these, the, our, I, we had two hog hunting camps that were full three day, two night camps. Yeah. And then I've had, I've had one, uh, <clears throat> I've had one that was a thermal hog hunt. My thermal hog hunts, we do like a 12 hour, it's an all night hunt of where we typically, we meet up for barbecue and networking before the hunt. And then we go all night and there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity for connection and camaraderie in that time as well. So I wouldn't necessarily say that, you know, I'm seeing like guys like having like this huge change where it's like a complete 180 or 360. But I mean, I'm, I'm talking to these guys, I'm becoming friends with these guys already. And I can see a couple of them that are starting new businesses or, or want to start new businesses. They're putting the, the pieces together to do that. There's a couple of guys who are trying to do better in their marriage. You know, there's a couple of guys that are just trying to do better um, in their daily routine and their exercise, their nutrition, those kinds of things. So, yeah, I mean, it's already starting to bring guys together in this way where they're they're inspiring each other to to push forward, to do better. But they're also starting to hold each other accountable as well. And they're holding, trying to hold me accountable, which yeah. I love. I think that's, that's the best part of it. So yeah, for sure. And, and I know that as we go along, as we keep pushing forward and building this business, that there's going to be a lot of case studies where I'm going to go back and I'm going to see, you know, these different guys where they were at one point. And we're going to, we're going to be a couple years down the road and we're going to probably document their change and, and who they are now versus who they were then. And I, and, and I know it's not necessarily, necessarily directly correlated to uh my hunting camp but i think it has a it plays a big part in it to get you around the right people the right uh connections you need the right camaraderie and 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 uh just helps you get to that point where you're like you know what i can do this if, if this guy can do it if colin can do it seriously i can do it so and that and that's the truth if there's something that i'm doing out there um i you know i promise you you can do it too so what do you think has been the hardest part of your journey? What, or what do you think is the hardest part for any man, woman, for that matter? Like when they're on a journey, like you've been through to being to being better. Just in doesn't matter what they're trying to be better at, but it, just in the journey of trying to be better. What, in your eyes, is the most difficult part about it? Ooh, yeah, man. You know, just getting up every day and making the choice to go do it. It, it, I don't think that necessarily gets easier. It, it's, it's, it's still a decision you have to make every day to go do that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, and then we, we have life, you know, I've, I've got a family, I've got kids, you know, I've got a busy life with my kids. Um, we've got all kinds of church things we're doing. We've got all kinds of, uh, you know, extracurricular activities, those kinds of things. So, you know, just with how busy life is and, and really it goes even deeper than that. If we look at how the world portrays, how we should live our life, that's probably one of the toughest parts because, you know, our, our, the media and the marketing of our world wants us to be a certain way and wants us to push us a certain way and control us and manipulate us to think that their way is the right way. So I would say that it really boils down to that. Like those are, those are the tough areas is just getting up every day to, to, to just put in the work and put in the time and, and make the decision. But then also trying to buck the system a little bit, buck our world and say, you know what, I'm not going to be the same guy that everybody else is. I want to be different. I want, I don't mind being the weird guy, the guy who homeschools his kids with kids with his wife, the guy who, you know, uses his camper as his office, the guy who, you know, sells his home so he can, you know, make some money to get debt free and then lives in a, in a double wide trailer, a two bedroom trailer house for a couple of years. You know what I mean? Those kinds of things. Yeah. So I think the world tells us we have to have these nice cars, these lavish, this lavish lifestyle, um, that we have to have this perfect routine, but it really boils down to just, you know, live your life, um, work hard, be an asset, put in the time, put in the effort and do that on a consistent basis. And, you know, your life is just going to improve and grow and, and you're going to, you're going to find out who you really are and who you're, and what your journey is supposed to be. Yeah. Not becoming a victim to the system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not becoming a victim. I've seen, I know people now, you know, there, there's other people I know yeah. that they just, they get trapped in this, this comfort, this, you know, I'll, I'll quote that. I'll quote it after the book. They get in this comfort crisis, you know, they become comfortable yep. and they're okay with being satisfactory. And then yep. they wake up one day and they realize, what have I been doing with my life? I hate what I do. I could tell you that that was me for a long time. <laughs> you know, and I got comfortable and just in into what my routine was, which wasn't really a routine. It was just kind of existing, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know, I look back now and I'm like, man, just existing? Like, come on! Like, there's so much more to this world. Like that, there was no happiness, there was no gratefulness in my life in that time. And now I'm so grateful. Now I'm I, I definitely have a lot of happiness in my life. Not I'm not perfect. My life isn't perfect. My relationships aren't perfect, but you know, things are improving every day. Things are getting better every day. And it's because I'm actually putting myself in more uncomfortable positions. Yeah. And I would say for anybody who is in this comfortable position, like you might want to think about trying to be uncomfortable and find ways to be uncomfortable. You know, if you're, if you're somebody who, you know, doesn't like to be around people or scared to talk to people, like go put yourself in a room with people and, and force yourself to talk to them go on a high caliber hunt where you're around guys you, you've never met before. So you can meet them, learn from them, grow, um, and become a better version of yourself. Those kinds of things I think we, we need to do more of. And, and I look back at like my grandparents and, 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 and even times before that, like you read about it, you hear about it, like they lived an uncomfortable life and, but that's what made them strong in, in not just strength wise, but mentally, emotionally, um, in, in those ways, you know, they, they went through the grind of life and, and just, you know, put themselves in those situations. And sometimes it wasn't even that they wanted to be in that situation. They just had to be in that situation. So it, it built up their strength in, in a lot of areas and it helped them, you know, actually have a lot of success in life. 
Absolutely. You know, it's it's funny you're saying this because I feel like one of the things I tell people that they need to do that the ones that are that are shy, they don't like to talk to people. They, you know, they're very um, introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people like that they need to go be a server. They need to go be a waiter yes. or a waitress. You know, yep. That was probably one of the biggest things that helped me when I was in college. Um, you know, I was pretty quiet, reserved shy guy didn't like to go up to people I didn't know and if I wanted to make money I had to do that I had to go up to random people I didn't know complete strangers and take their order from them and make sure they had a good experience and that helped me break out of a shell yeah Yeah. I mean it's it's so crucial Will to to get yourself in uncomfortable positions because that's how you grow I mean Mm -hmm. I can tell you right now like you know, I, in my marketing business, I, I wasn't doing bad. I, I was pretty comfortable. You know, I had a couple of good clients who, you know, were getting the bills paid. It, it helped me get debt free. Um, my, my, you know, we were obviously after COVID, we're, we're living where we are now because, you know, it's just a tough situation out there in the housing market. But yeah. we were comfortable. Things were good. You know, I honestly didn't have to go on this weight loss journey if I didn't want to. I didn't have to start a new business if I didn't want to. You know, I, I've been a pretty successful entrepreneur for you know, up to that point, 13, 14 years. So, um, I, I said, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to just be comfortable. I don't want to just be the natural man, the natural guy who just lives life and exists. Like let's push beyond this. Let's, let's take it to the next level. And, uh, now because of that, like every day is a grind, it's tough, you know, starting a new business, you know, doing some online coaching, you know, uh, doing these workouts, you know, eating, eating right, all the different goals and, and things I, I want to achieve, it, it's a, it's a grind. It's not easy. It's hard, but every day it, it, I get stronger mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. You know, I, I you know I'm I'm leading my family better. I'm getting around people who um, I want to be around and that want to be around me that are going to help me grow in life. Um, my marriage is growing and getting better. It's not perfect, but it's getting better. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, if there's just something to be said, man, you got to put yourself in these uncomfortable positions because what that's going to do is that's going to help you grow in life. It's going to help you level up in life. It's going to help you, um, you know, uh, buck the complacency that, that happens in life. And it's going to help you uh, go down this journey of, of, of improvement and, uh, you know, just consistency. When did you recognize that you were stuck in this comfort crisis? Like what was kind of the wake up moment, the aha moment? When did Colin wake up? Yeah. You know, in 2020, you know, that was, I was actually, you know, I hate, I hate that we had that happen, you know, cause it was a, it was a crazy time for everybody. And there was a lot of not great, so great things that were happening around us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was actually a reset for me. You know, because I had a lot of this time with my family, you know, in the house together. Um, my wife was pregnant with our third child. So we were talking about a lot of different things, you know, thinking about a lot of different things, thinking about our future. My wife and I had actually went through some uh, some counseling, some marriage counseling before that mm-hmm. happened, before 2020 happened. So I was already starting to think about, you know, man, I really need to grow in my life. I need to level up for my family, for the people around me. And then my entrepreneurial side started to kick in where I was like, I want to start another business. I want to do something that's not just about me. Yeah. You know, a lot of my business business in the past have been, who can I put myself around to make more money and to, to look successful? 
And my mindset changed to, you know what, I want to leave a legacy for my family and I want to make an impact on others. Um, so really the wake up call was in 2020 and then towards the end of 2020, obviously I I started to, I, I, I would catch myself in the mirror, like, look at myself, like, man, I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm not looking good. I'm not feeling good. Um, you know, I need to level up. I've got a, my third child on the way. It's time to take my life to the next level. And I would I, I also want to mention, I've got some really good guys around me that were speaking into my life. Uh, and one of them is my buddy, Ryan Mickler. Like he said, you know, he, he, he texted me several times or t- had, had conversations with me a few times. Like, man, you just need to go all in. You need to, you know, you need to go all in on your business. You need to go all in on your family you know, you're capable of so much more than you're putting out there. Like you just need to do the work and and get after it. And he had went through his own self improvement journey um, in his life. And I'd saw the success he had through that. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to be average. I can achieve greatness. I can be a high caliber man and, uh, and really help inspire others and leave a, a really special legacy to my family and the people around me. So that was my aha kind of wake up moment. Um, you know, it just, going through some self-reflection, I think we all need to self-reflect at some point and say, you know what, where do I really want to go in life and what's my why? But yeah, I think that's a big part of it. You just got to figure out what the why is, man. You got to figure it mm-hmm. out. But man, before we go, last thing I want to ask you, what is your single piece of advice, best piece of advice to give to that listener right now that's stuck in that comfort crisis? Ooh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one, man. Um, I would say, take it day by day, you know, just, just get up in the morning and, and just say, you know what, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to have an opportunity to live this life and to be surrounded by good people. Maybe you're not surrounded by good people, but you, you can be surrounded by good people if you want to be. So start to surround yourself with good people, find good people to be around, to spend time with that are going to encourage you and push you to be better. Um, and just say, you know what? Every day is a new day to get better. I'm going to do something to get out of my comfort zone, to get better, to improve, to grow. And, you know, down the line, you know, uh, a couple months down the line, a couple days down the line, whatever, a couple weeks, you know, you're going to start to see some change in your life. And you're going to be like, you know what? I want to keep doing this. I want to keep pushing forward. And you're going to do that. And it's, it's because it's going to become part of who you are and what your lifestyle is all about. Love it, man. Real quick, where can everybody find you on social media and where can they find high caliber hunts? Yeah, best best place for me is Instagram. I, I love to connect with people on that platform. Um, so you can find me at, at Colin, C-O-L-L-I-N underscore Cottrell, C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L. Uh, send me a message there. I love to connect with new people. So if you just want to connect, say, hey, uh, drop me a message. I, I respond back to people every day that I've never met in person that just, you know, hear me on a podcast or whatever. So I, I love that. Um, you can also find everything I'm doing with high caliber hunts on Instagram. And then, uh, my website is highcaliberhunts.com. And, uh, yeah, love to, love to meet anybody out there who, who heard this podcast and, and made an impact on their life. And I'd love to be a help of you, a help for you in some way to get you on, on your own journey. Sweet, man. Love it. Well, Colin, man, really appreciate you hopping on the podcast today. Thanks, Will. I appreciate it too, man. I look forward to seeing you again soon, and uh, I hope everybody has an awesome day. All right, y'all. 
there you have it. Another end to another great hunt stand podcast episode. We just want to thank Colin for hopping on to talk about high caliber hunts and go down a few other rabbit holes as well to maybe help you wake up just a little bit and maybe make a shift in your life and do something different and change and get better. But nonetheless, we just want to thank Colin for hopping on the hunt stand podcast today. Hopefully you were able to take some information from this podcast, apply it to your life, do better, get better, and achieve your dreams and go after things in life. And so we just want to thank Colin again. We hope you're able to take something from this and we will see you on the next one.